guys. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Living Beyond Limits, where we wind down and, and level up, up together. together. I had to take a little sippy sip of wine. Um, okay, so today we have a brand new episode, and this time we are going to talk about the topic that was highly requested from everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to know what it feels like to date yes. having a disability, and I think it is a great topic. Um, it can be a learning lesson for some. It could be, you know, an episode where people feel similar to how we feel about it, maybe, mm-hmm. and maybe some people, you know, can learn something new. So we'll begin. Yes, yeah. So I'm gonna share some helpful <laughs> tips. Um, about dating someone with a disability and as I share them we will talk about our opinions and our experiences in between yeah okay so one helpful tip is treat us normal please don't get weird yeah what do you think about that I think that's a big one and I do understand why some people will get weird because it is uncomfortable especially if you are not someone who is often around people with disabilities. It can be a brand new experience. So we do understand the awkwardness. But we don't want people to get weird because it makes us feel uncomfortable. Yes. And we already go into the situation very hyper aware. (laughs) Very. Right. Um, So I would say it's better to ask. Yes. Always. If you have a question, a concern, Mm -hmm. a worry, Mm -hmm. it's better to say, hey, this came in my mind. What do you think about it? How can I help you with this? Or exactly. Not help exactly. you with it. Exactly. Um, okay. Another helpful tip is realize and own your able body privilege. That is also a big one. It's a huge one. Um, I know a lot of <laughs> able body people. Um, so I don't think, I think being around everyone it may not be a thing to often be aware of because for you, it's it's normalized, right? You guys go throughout your everyday life just doing what you have to do. But the reason why we want you to be more aware of it is because the things that you are doing is so, it has to be appreciated, you know? Like, there's some things that people can do that you can, and it could be as simple as lifting something up. You know, for you, it's probably one, two, three, for someone, it, it's a little bit of a struggle, mm-hmm. but I think because it's so small, we don't recognize it as something so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Okay. I mean, I think no matter how aware you are, That's how true. accepting you are, yeah. how how you come alongside us and join us in yeah. the fight, we would say, yeah, um, you are still gonna have privileges that we don't, and it's okay. Yeah, we don't we. In my personal opinion, mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to be like, oh, okay, you know, let's just think about what you need, and I'm here, and my my feelings don't matter. What You know, yeah. I, I want to balance. I want I want you to say, hey, I noticed that, that I, I can do this, yeah. and you can't. Or I noticed the world is like this for me, and it's not for you. Yeah. I'd rather the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my boyfriend is a great person. And he, but he still gets privileges in, in terms of ableism that I don't get. Yeah. And I like to talk about it. All the time. I mean, it's just something for you to recognize so that, like, 
you are just more aware <laughs> of being around people like us mm-hmm. and you know just acknowledging that you know for someone who has a disability you know we may need a little bit of help here and there but we're doing well we're trying and we just want you to you know be aware of it and acknowledge it mm-hmm. oh, the next one the next one, i like this one show active engagement and disability rights and awareness yeah um i think i think this for me this is something new for me um I've done, I feel like since 2019, or like me thinking about different things that I want to do in terms of advocating for people with disabilities, I've been more open to seeing what's out there, what type of organization is out there. Um, Maybe if you guys want to do like a walk or something, starting Living (coughs) Beyond Limits, what that means for us and other people, the resources that are out there. I think that's been a big change for me, and I'm glad that I'm able to do it for others. Um, but it, it it means the world when someone that doesn't have a disability shows up to things like these, at least for me, um, because I know that, you know, you guys are in support of the things that we do and how we live our lives and how we want the world to see us, not just someone with difficulties and challenges, but someone who is thriving past that. Mm. So um, it's been a really good thing to do. I definitely agree. I mean, I kind of consider it like anything in dating, right? Yeah. When you come into dating someone and you know that they have a passion or they have a moral or they have a belief or something like that, Mm. um, it it just shows um, support. Yeah. And I think that's needed in a relationship. Of course. Um, Your partner should always support you. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. And encourage you mm-hmm. to do more. And it, I think for me, it allows me to feel safer to be vulnerable. Yeah. If you, are, yeah. if you want to know, if you're like, hey, babe, explain this to me. Or let me do this with you. Yeah, yeah. when I'm having a hard day or I need help with something, I'm like, you know, he's really, he's really in my corner. Yeah. So I can, I can. Be vulnerable because yeah. he really does care. He's yeah. genuine. Of course. Yeah. All right. Another one is trust us to tell you what is good for us and what we need. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about mm, that? Sure. <laughs> um, I definitely, um, this one kind of resonates with me. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of you know that I have it. I have a boyfriend. Um, you haven't met him yet. You will probably in part two of this. Of this. Discussion, um, but one reason I chose to date him is because he respects a lot of like listening to me and always checking in with me and saying, "Hey, baby, you need help with this?" or "Hey, baby, you want me to let you do that by yourself?" Yeah. Like it's always a conversation. It's never an assumption. Yeah. Um, and even if he wants to help me, he always even if he helps me and then. Tom goes by, he always wants to know, was that okay? Was that okay that I helped mm-hmm. you? And I think that type of communication is necessary in every relationship, mm-hmm. but especially when you're dating someone with a disability. Mm-hmm. Because for me, there are times where I'm very, um, you know, like I think a lot about my disability. and mm-hmm. It's always on my mind, and I always want to be able to show myself as capable. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I want somebody to say, hey, I noticed you're struggling with that. Let me help you. And at the same time, 
he is a person to be like, babe, I know you could do that. Like, I know you're asking for my help, but, you know, how about we do it together? How about you do this part and I'll help you with that part? Yeah. So just the balance of like knowing when to ask if I can help, if he can help and knowing when to step back and let me try. Yeah, yeah I definitely think that's the <coughs> thing. I feel like, um, I think for me, like, I... I'm always expecting people to ask me, like, hey, Sharice, what do you need? Or, um, yeah, you know, just asking me. But I feel like people have come to learn, like, the level of independency that I have. And people often say, well, I didn't ask you because you didn't ask me if you need anything. So I think um, for people that have told me, like, you know, it can go both ways. I don't necessarily have to maybe always ask you. I mean, you don't always have to. Tell me if you need something or I don't have to always ask you. But if there's some things that you do need, know that you can ask me. Um, know that, like, I will always be there to help. Um, I'm, I'm more of, I'm trying to learn how to ask for more help. Because I'm more of a try first. If I can't do it, then I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like I need to attempt it so that if that, part, that partner or that person isn't there... I know that I can do it on my own if they are not there. Um, but I do like it when someone does offer me the help. I've definitely been in situations where if I'm dating, there's certain things that people have done automatically. And there's some things that people just like, maybe I don't want to ask her because I don't want to offend her. So let's see if she does it first. And if she needs it, she'll just ask me. Um, so, you know, it goes both ways. I think we should definitely verbalize what we need. Um, and then for the partners, just, you know, always know that maybe if you're afraid to ask, don't be afraid. Like, mm-hmm. if they're your partner, they'll understand why you're asking. Just ask. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's okay if we say, oh, you know, nobody, I got it. Like, don't be. Yeah. Don't be sad. <laughs> friends, you know? It's not. But okay. You know, yeah. I'm here if you need me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's all about balance. Okay. So, two more. I know people ask about this a lot. So, we're going to lightly mention it. Yeah. Um, your sex life is going to be fine. <laughs> Very um, much And okay. it's probably going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, we definitely want to respect our partners and our future partners. Of course. Um, so, we're not going to, like, share too many details. No. no. But, but we can talk about it in generally. Of course. Of course. I think um, when it comes to... The topic of sex and being disabled is about communication. I feel like that's with anybody's sex life. If you feel like there's certain things that maybe your partner needs to be more mindful of, tell them. If you feel like maybe something didn't go right, tell them. Like, you know, like it's just about having the conversations about what you feel comfortable with, what you don't feel comfortable with. Um, But I think anyone... Every, and anyone can have <coughs> a normal sex life, or I don't like to use the word normal, but you know, just a regular sex life is just it just may look different for people like us, mm-hmm. and that's okay, you know. Yeah, and as long as you have a partner that communicates with you, that's it, and that is willing to explore different things, of course, yeah, your sex life will be amazing. Yeah, um, I, I would say, um, one piece of advice I could give for a person who has a disability and is exploring a sexual relationship with someone 
who isn't who doesn't have a disability, listen to your body. Yeah. That's a big listen one. Listen to your body. That is a big one. Um it's it's I think especially in a relationship, it's important to know who you are physically and yeah. what you can do you can. and your limits yeah. and be okay voicing that. Yeah. The more you are aware of your body, yeah. your physical body, and you can voice that and can support, yeah. Sex will be amazing because yeah. you'll be able to work through it. Of course. I mean, you won't feel as... I mean, sex makes anyone feel vulnerable. Yeah. But you won't feel as vulnerable because you know that your partner is listening and supporting yeah. you. Of course. I think... Um, and I definitely understand that because, like, I've definitely been in situations where I felt like I, I didn't want to verbalize if my body was feeling uncomfortable because I felt like it would make the person not want to have sex with me. But mm -hmm. I feel like... When you find that person that's willing to understand and not wanting to see you in pain, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not fair to you. But you know, if they're understanding of it, they're willing to be like, okay, let's try something else. Mm -hmm. There's things you can definitely try to make it more comfortable. Um, just a quick side note: I even found somebody on Instagram that creates sexual things for people with disability to make sex. A lot more comfortable with people with disabilities she has like cushions um like extra like uh pelvic help that can make you sit up better or uh sexual toys that you could use mm. like there's a whole if i find it i will put it in the description box but somebody shared that with me i think that's pretty cool she has a disability herself so she decided to create that company for mm. people like us so your sexual life can be as normal as anybody else's. Yeah. It's just, again, communication. I, I, it's communication. And it's just a little different. Just, it's a little razzle-dazzle, you mm -hmm. know? But <laughs> and it's very possible. I mean, yeah. I know there's a lot of people out there like, oh, I've never tried it. But it's very possible. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. very possible yeah. to find a partner that, you know, is willing to, yeah. to explore things. And we, you know? we just like everybody else. I sit with my other disabled friends and we be talking about our sex life. Like, <laughs> like no tomorrow you know so it's a very just normal thing it's just um, i understand why people are curious yeah yeah and finally mm -hmm. this was interesting to us how to break up with someone i mean yeah i think we all struggle with that disability or not uh, yeah. um we often say oh the breakup was so horrible mm -hmm. um i think the advice i'm gonna give is across the board disability or not I would say break up with the person in the most respectful way you can remember that at one time you cared for this person at one time mm -hmm. you were building a life with this person and yes yeah. for whatever reason it didn't turn out that way yeah. but they're still a person and you still had experiences with them you yeah. know so I would say just be as respectful as possible be as upfront yeah. and direct as possible yeah. um, and just make the best decision for yourself it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to go and, oh you did this you didn't do that like we passed that point yeah right and it just leads into a whole bunch of back and forth exactly so say yeah. just as for me I've come to the place yeah. where you know I can no longer unfortunately um, pursue this relationship mm -hmm. and, and leave it at that it's yeah. from, you know I would say yeah. Quick point to the, you know, short to the point. Yeah. Not all breakups are horrible. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I feel like I've come to learn because I used to think if people were breaking up, it was something so negative. Um, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just things that don't work out. And I think um, 
maybe we brought up this point because it, it just feels like maybe sometimes you feel like if you are in a relationship with a disabled person or if it's vice versa where your partner is an able-bodied person you feel like well damn like they they stuck it out with me you know while i had a disability why why should i break up with them because they've been there but sometimes it's just there's there's so many things that contribute into a relationship that can be missing and so mm-hmm. if after that conversation that you have you still feel like it's not working out then it's just maybe it's just not meant to be and you can always find a partner that can give you what you had and more yes and, and remember like you know i think when i was younger i felt like my disability was like a like a stain yeah yeah and i i, I do want to say that disability or not you always deserve respect yeah you but, always deserve someone to choose you. Exactly. You always deserve someone to like be vulnerable with you. Yeah. Right. So no matter disability or not, that you deserve to find that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, communication is key. I know it's cliche, but literally, like, it's talk. Because sometimes people don't know that you're in pain um, emotionally about mm-hmm. something unless you say something. Because as human beings, we're so good at hiding yeah. emotions. It's not always written on our faces. Mm-hmm. So talk. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very possible. Like I've been in relationships yeah. that were emotionally, yeah. um, mentally abusive. Yeah. And I really had that thought, like, but this person stuck it out stuck it out with me. Yeah. You know, um, I felt like this person chose me. But now, years later, when I'm in a, a very healthy relationship, yeah. I can see, like, I thought back then that I, that I was being chosen, but I wasn't. Yeah. It's a whole different yeah. feeling. It's a whole different place to be like, wow, this person sees me. Yeah. Disability and all, and, yeah. and he's not trying to change me. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like everyone, um, especially with a disability, deserves to experience that. Of course. Of course, love feels good, guys. It's not a chosen thing for like specific people. It's just, and I feel like in general, like even though like we're talking about it because people may feel like it's hard for us to get partners, it's hard for anybody to get a partner. Especially nowadays. Nowadays, (laughs) it's very like I tell you guys, like most of my friends are all able-bodied people, and they the same struggles I be coming to them with. They tell me the same thing. They're struggling. So it's not, I don't think, like, it's different a little bit for me because I have an extra factor to consider. But we all speak about the same things. Mm -hmm. We all Mm -hmm. speak about respect. We all speak about communication. Mm -hmm. We all speak about being emotionally available versus being non-emotionally available, you know? Like, it's just, that's all that encompasses a relationship at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's all. So we have a couple of questions to kind of continue the conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, these are some questions that maybe we've heard before from people or you feel like people should know about. <laughs> so the first one is, how do you find someone that is willing to accept you? Oh. Oh, you is that good to me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> how do, uh, I get a lot of the questions to her because she, you know, she got her boo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, how did I find someone that accepted me? Is that the question? Yeah. Honestly, I think it 
I know it started with me. Mm -hmm. So when you ask me about how I want my dating life when I was in my teens, when I was in my 20s, I really focused on other people. Yeah. Right? Uh, what, what, what would this man want from right. me? Right. Now, in my 30s, <laughs> um, there, I, I believe the reason why I was able to choose someone, he's not perfect, but he is, he's pretty darn good. Yes. Um, choose someone that, that could see me and love me genuinely is because before that, I took years to work on myself. Mm -hmm. I really had to learn who I was, my morals, um, what what I deserve. Yeah. Right before I consider what my partner deserves, and when you know yourself, and when you accept yourself and love yourself, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. Please don't be put in the comments. <laughs> You're like the only perfect person I know. No, because I'm not. But I, what I do is I intentionally put work into myself mm -hmm. to daily learn to accept myself and love myself. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, I really do believe that I open myself to, to attract mm -hmm. someone that is very respectful yeah. and loving and present. Um, so that, that's what I think helped me. Um, I'm currently dating, and I wouldn't say, like, I want to find a future partner for myself, um, but I've learned to become okay that it's not happening for me right now, um, but I'm on that journey to finding someone who's willing to accept me, and the way that I do that, I ask a lot of questions during dates. It can come off as, I've been told it can come off like, a lot, so I turn. I learned to like dial it down a little bit, but I think I get nervous because I want people to know that this is not something that just happened to me, like last year, or you know, you know, I didn't get into an accident. This this has been my whole life, and it's not changing. Um, it's I, I find ways to get better, you know, by doing things around the house, exercising, physical therapy, all that stuff, but it's not changing. And I found that while I've been dating in my 20s, the one, like, one of the prominent things I've realized is that I was going on dates that, with people who were trying to change that. Like, how can we figure out how you're going to get better, right? Is there a solution? Is there a cure? And I found that, like, during the date, they were asking me that. And it's like, but why are you so focused on that, right? Like, why can't you just learn to live with the fact that we're here, like, the present time you know and so I realized with responses like that they weren't going to accept me they weren't and so I had to learn to filter out people who who are willing to try you know like you don't necessarily have to think about the future with me but what do you do for me now that shows me that later in life like this could be really good for mm -hmm. us so um I have people who still want to go dancing with me like find ways to have fun, right? Um, they tell me how much they appreciate me or acknowledge the work that I do. Or um, they ask me a lot of big questions about how I got here, what I do, what do, what do I do to make myself a lot stronger, to be able to get independency, 
how they can help me, right? Or um, different things they can do to help me. Because just because I'm asking you for help doesn't mean you have to, like, be there 24-7. I know that can scare a lot of people. But it's just a lot of small things you can show a person that can really show them that they they acknowledge the disability that you have because I think that's a, a big thing. I don't like it when people say that I don't look at you like you have a disability because I think it still needs to be acknowledged. Like, I get what you're trying to say because you don't want me to be seen as someone that is incapable. But at the same time, it does need to be acknowledged because if something happens, you know, you, you know how to be there for me. I can show you, you know, things like that. Um, but like Charlene says, it does really come from building that self-confidence and really knowing who you are and what you deserve. And that's how I've learned to really figure out from what people tell me and how they communicate to me, like, this may not work out because I know what I deserve. Because I've seen people be so kind to me, so appreciative, and um, acknowledge the type of person that I am even away from my disability that allows them to want to continue to be around me and being in my life. And seeing that I won't allow men to, to treat me with disrespect or try to change something about yeah. me. So um, that's been a really big thing. I am also not perfect, so please. But um, I definitely have seen the work that I put in and the work that I continue to put in myself and, you know, Charlene is, I always t say that, you know, Charlene's a really big help with that. Like, I come to her, she teaches me through the stories that she has told me throughout her life and, like, what she does. I can take that into consideration and really learn what I have to do. Um, but, yeah, being on that journey still, I know what I can be looking for in a man and in a partner and, I hope that one day it comes to me because I really do want to love on someone. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that all encompasses on finding someone who's willing to accept you. And mm -hmm. that's a really important thing because mm -hmm. we don't want nobody that's not going to accept nope. us. Nope. Um, the next question, what are some difficulties you have encountered while dating? I think you mentioned a lot of them. Yeah. Um... Communication was a big one for me. That happened a lot. Um, people didn't really, sometimes people didn't really share how they felt. Then you find out a lot later through mm. either an argument or something that happens and then it triggers something and then we're arguing about it. Mm. Um, so maybe some other difficulties is, I will say, like the outside world interfering on how people feel about dating someone that is disabled. Mm -hmm. So... You may get someone that says something disrespectful. You may get someone that stares at you. You may get someone that, uh, you know, doesn't really, it's not a, a, a positive outlook on what that looks like. And I think it, it affects um, how people will see me um, in comparison to being in private spaces because you don't have anybody, like, judging the environment or you or the person. Um, so I think those are some of the mm -hmm. two things. Um, Charlene, you have any um, I definitely have to agree. I think right now, you know, me and my boyfriend have been in a relationship for almost, I mean, I've known him for 13 years, but mm -hmm. this time around, we've been in a relationship for about two years now, almost two years. And I think it, 
the difficulty in the relationship is not even between me and him. Yeah. Because, I mean, we do. We do have our little spats and our little things that we are trying to compromise on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. And it has to happen. I think if every relationship is unicorns and roses, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but outside of my interaction with him, I think the hardest has been, like you said, the people around us. Yeah. So... I have a lot of people in my life that have been there for a long time. I mean, from like teenage or younger up till now. Um, and they often still perceive me, whether consciously or unconsciously, as the person in my teens who allowed uh, emotional abuse and verbal, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and and the defense that I... I have to give to that about like I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. I understand what your concern was mm-hmm. at that time, um, but that doesn't have to be your concern. Yeah. Right now, I find myself having to have a lot of those questions mm-hmm. or, or have a lot of those conversations. Yeah. Um, and then it's you know I think people already make an assumption. Can is it, does this person really choose you? I mean, I honestly don't don't think that has anything to do with Matthew. That's my boyfriend's name. Um, I really think that has to do with the anxiety or the worry of the person in my life. Your yeah. hang-ups with, with disability. Yeah. Your judgments about disability. Mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and that's what I often see myself defending. Yeah. Just because person X has a, a judgment about can someone really... Choose a person with a disability. Mm -hmm. Like, it took me 36, 35 years, right, to find someone who really chooses me genuinely. Even when he's pissed at me, Mm -hmm. you can see how we interact. It's very like, let's fix this, babe. Let's. We're not going to leave this because he genuinely chooses me. And I put all that work in yeah. 36 years. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. I got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But I damn near put 36 years of work into being a person mm-hmm. that can find that. Of and I feel like that should be respected. Of course. Like, oh, yes, I told Sharice all the time, bring me your concerns, please. Always. Yeah. I never turn a concern away. Yeah. But after I've addressed, addressed a concern with you, yeah. then you have to, and not saying she doesn't because she does <laughs> an amazing job. Other people, I feel like they should respect yeah. Yeah. that I've talked about it. Yeah. I've heard your concern. Yeah. I'm praying about it. Yeah. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like abuse and emotional abuse, that's not happening because yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. Maybe when you're a teen, yeah. you know, but I'm not, I'm not that person anymore. I think, um, I think people have found difficulty in, in being able to see growth in a person just because your disability is a factor. And mm-hmm. that's not, if I don't grow, how do I get any better? And I think people, I mean, I feel like people see it like that because it's like, oh, this, this disability must be so detrimental to your life. But it doesn't have to be like it really doesn't have to be um it's just we just figure out life the way that it goes just like everybody else everybody is growing whether disability or not but 
I think we we get looked at in a different light because it's like, oh, she'll never grow from this. She'll never be able to do what we can do. And that is not true. Not true. It's not I true. feel like people, um, they connect a disability, like a mm-hmm. physical disability, with an emotional yeah. struggle. Yeah. Or like... Is that a fair way? Yeah. Like, I don't have like, the emotional understanding or the confidence. Yeah. It, like, it, it has a big impact on your mental health and your emotional, like, well-being. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're not saying that it does not. Mm-hmm. But with the type of, I guess, the type of disability we have, you, you, you literally grow through it. You're a baby. You're a teenager. Mm-hmm. And you become an adult. And you still have that disability. So, we have to do nothing but learn how to grow, exactly. but learn how to advance, but learn how to, you know, keep going. Because at that point, then you're just saying, well, then you don't want to exist. If, you, if you're saying that we are incapable of doing that, then you're just saying, we don't want to exist. We don't want to live. We should just leave it like that. That's it. We're stuck like this forever. That is not the case, mm. right? So... You have to allow us, like, I feel like people should give us more credit for the work that we put in on ourselves and know that we are capable of making great decisions for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if I thought Charlene couldn't make great decisions, I wouldn't <laughs> allow her to be a mentor or someone that I look up to in my life because then I'm like, then if she can't do it, then I can't do it. Then it's, what's the point? Because mm-hmm. you have to be always learning. If you stay stuck in one place, there's no point. Right. So I think um, people need to open up their minds to the fact that change is possible and that we're not always going to stay in that same place of like pity mm-hmm. right? or like mm-hmm. feeling sorry for ourselves. Exactly. Or like um, low self-esteem. Or low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlene has always proven to put in the work. I don't know what people are saying, but... <laughs> <laughs> She has always done so many different things to to change her mindset in so many different ways. I feel like maybe sometimes there are people in her life that have not always been there step by step to see it. But you can definitely see the difference in conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you still don't trust that, maybe it's just that you're stuck back to when she was younger. That's all. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the next question. What are the things we can't do together? as a partner oh and like a relationship that's a yeah. great question yeah um you want me to answer first mm-hmm. okay um, <laughs> so i mean so i guess because part two will he will finally see his face yeah um, so tune in invite 100 people because i know everybody <laughs> wants to see his face um my boyfriend is one reason why i do love him is because he is very like we'll fig- we'll find a way, right? But there are certain things that we have to pause and reflect on before. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone without a disability is like, oh, let's go dancing. Okay, that's something we can just do without preparing for. Mm-hmm. Or let's jump off a cliff together. <laughs> um, <laughs> something. Um, so anything physical like like uh, skydiving. Yeah. Um, uh, what's that one? Ziplining. Even yeah. though I've done ziplining. It yeah. did take some time, but I did ziplining. Yeah. Um, 
it takes a little more preparation yeah. and more accommodation, like yeah. more um, yeah. accommodations. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is there anything that we haven't been able to do in the two years? I don't. I, I think like I think maybe keeping an open mind about it, but like she said, it does take an extra bit of planning. Like if yeah. you if you want if you're disabled and you want to go bungee jumping you can like i've seen more and more equipment being made for people with disabilities to allow like doing adventurous stuff during traveling like there's a couple that i follow and they always find him um like an accessible equipment mm -hmm. to be able to do it um but it's really up to you like yeah. are you willing to do it go ahead there's always a way but there's always a conversation you have to have like we can't just beforehand Babe, let's go to let's go bungee jumping tomorrow. Like that, it <laughs> don't work like or that. hiking. Or, yeah, so that's one thing. I've like, been hiking, but I was very tired. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, and I know it's something he wants to do because yeah. he's all into exercise. No, hiking is really good. But like, it's something we have to plan for. Right, we haven't done dancing. It's something he wants to do. Yeah. Um. So it's something we plan for. I'm yeah. not saying I won't get on the dance floor. Yeah. But it, it, it I mean, and me personally, yeah. I, I might feel a little. Yeah, a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm I'm a person that will try. Yeah. So if we're talking about what do I need an accommodation or am I willing to do it? Like, mm -hmm. am I willing to try? That's a yeah. different conversation. Yeah, exactly. I I think it's good, mm -hmm. and I say this very gently because I we're doing a lot of work on yeah. ourselves. Yeah. But if you're someone who is younger in your teens and really just starting this journey of self yeah. um, discovery and yeah. self acceptance. It, it might take a, you a while to be okay. I'll go on the dance floor, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's okay. I yeah. think it's okay to say, okay, I'm I'm open to trying that, but not right now. Yes, exactly. it, especially if emotionally it makes you a little uncomfortable. Of course, of course. Um, for me, I do try things, but I'm always hesitant, and it's always another person that be like, no, girl, let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've done hiking. I just don't hike the whole trail. Right, I hiked to the point where I'm like, all right, guys, I think I'm getting a little tired. Let's turn back around. That's just how it's gonna be, um, because my stamina is not of the same as someone who is able-bodied and has the energy, you know, that I don't have. Dancing, I've been dancing with my beautiful friend Allison. Um, I was skeptical about dancing because it's not just like regular dancing; like it's like learning a choreographed dance. We went bachata dancing and it was Yay. really cool um but i also was hesitant like when she brought it up to me i was like in my head i didn't say that out loud to her but in my head i was like girl like how am i supposed to <laughs> do bachata like i i danced but i danced my little two-step to the music at home or with my family parties or my friends but i don't do a choreography dance because my body is i don't feel like it's fast enough to get the steps and i was very nervous and she was like, no, girl, come on, let's go do it. Let's. And I love people like that. And that's what I also Definitely. look for in a, in a partner. Like, I want you to encourage me. I don't want you to be like, oh, she can't do it, so we're not going. Yes. Like, yes. you know, you got to give me the chance to, like, think about it first. Mm -hmm. If I say, like, okay, I definitely don't feel comfortable, then we don't have to go. But the fact that you are giving me that decision or having the open conversation about it, I love that. Yes. Um, so I do really appreciate my friend Allison for that because, we love it her. It really warmed my heart. Um, She's like the bestie. Bestie, you know? Um, so that was the first time I experienced something like that. Um, other adventurous things, honestly, <laughs> it's just because I'm a scaredy cat. Like, 
I'm not gonna go zip line. Yes, you are. <laughs> if I did it, she wanted me to do it. She I did it. Do too is power selling because See, I did I'm, that. I don't do because like I'm afraid of heights. You're fine. Like even when roller coasters, I've been on a bunch, but it's because I get forced to go. So I don't want to go. You know, I'm ready. She sent me an S and C. So like you see people like that that will encourage me to go, then I'll try it, but. Those other things have honestly just be, um, came like a fear thing. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm always willing to try. Like I travel, mm-hmm. I've had great times, but it just takes more preparation. Mm-hmm. We need some time to talk about it first, you know, and then we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely do appreciate people who try to encourage me to try. And our last question is... Oh, actually, this is similar to what we talked about earlier. Are you ready for the staring from the public when we are out? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big one for some of the friends that I've spoken to with disabilities, too. I've heard, I have one friend who has been in, like, long-term relationship. I think she has a fiancé now, but uh, she was in a relationship prior, and she would tell me, like, um she would notice the difference between when they were at home doing like an at home date or like a private date in comparison, like, like going for walks or going somewhere outdoors. And he felt uncomfortable. Um, I definitely understand that too. I've definitely been on dates where um, people, a person that I'm on a date with, it does feel uncomfortable based on people who are staring at me. I, I was just telling Charlie, I don't even be noticing <laughs> people staring at me sometimes (laughs) like you do see it but like you're so used to it as a disabled person that you're just like trying to get to where you're going like i don't be paying attention to like oh seeing that person over there like there have been times even my friends would be like yo i don't like how that girl was staring at you and i'm like who i didn't i didn't see them like you know um so i think it's definitely again communication another thing you have to talk about if you know you the partner that is not disabled is feeling uncomfortable with something like that and it's getting you to an angry state you should be talking about it with your disabled partner yes, 100%. um maybe figure out how you can deal with it better because most of the time i'm not gonna lie we're not gonna care about the stairs we don't we don't notice it and Maybe it's because we've had years of, like, dealing with it. I don't... I would say it's a little bit different for people maybe who are new to the disabled community. But I don't notice the stairs. <laughs> Charlene has told me she don't no, notice I don't the stairs. So it's just a conversation you have to have. Let us know that you are feeling uncomfortable because there have definitely, like, been a time where that person didn't let me know they were uncomfortable. And then it ends into a big fight. And mm-hmm. then, you know... We end yeah. things, so. I mean, I definitely have had both experiences. So I've been in situationships um, where the person kind of was very uncomfortable. So yeah. he, yeah. we didn't do much outside. Yeah. We didn't, everything we did was inside. And uh-huh. I didn't really challenge that because I wasn't in the place. Um, Sometimes you it, don't even notice. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh, babe, it's cold outside. Let's stay inside. Yeah, and I don't think I noticed really. I mean, in hindsight, mm-hmm. I can mention multiple times, you know. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was not thinking about it. Yeah. Now in my relationship, I would say my advice would be 
a good characteristic of somebody who's dating someone with a yeah, disability. Yeah, you gotta really is be to have a thick skin. Yes. Nothing bothers. I mean, to the point where it annoys me sometimes. But nothing bothers my partner. He. Yeah, that's true. Is like he's gonna live his life and he's gonna love who he wants to love and and if other people don't like it, well then that's their issue. Yeah, and that really sometimes in in situations it does cause a back and forth conversation. But yeah. in in the situation with me having a disability, it really does help. Yeah, um, he really is like just let's go. Let's, if you want to do that, let's go and have fun. Yeah, um, and he doesn't notice it. He, the only time he steps in is if somebody is disrespectful to me. Of course. Um, then he should. steps in. But other than that, the stairs, he doesn't... No. I mean, he loves PGA. Like, he's all... Yeah. So, but I mean... He, emphasis on the thick skin. Yeah. That's very important. Thick skin. Like, he... You, you have Someone to. who is, like... Because the stairs are going to come. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. I've had that conversation with a lot of people I went on dates on. Like, it, it's going to happen because people are curious. You know? People are wondering, like... What is who's that? What does she have? What's going on? And not every stare is disrespectful. It's out of curiosity. And I think that's something that I had to learn myself so that I wouldn't get insecure about people staring at me. Like it's not them making fun of you or teasing you. They're just curious. Um but yeah. Uh, dating someone with a disability, thick skin really helps. It does. Because <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of things you can encounter. Okay, well, that was all the questions we had and all the thoughts that we had. Mm -hmm. If you guys want a part two to the dating episode, we are more than happy to bring it. Um, I know Charlene, you know, would like to bring Matthew. Yeah. So maybe we can get some questions about that. Yeah, and please comment below mm -hmm. any questions you have for him. He's really open about most things. Yeah. Um, in the relationship with us, mm -hmm. so comment below. Let's get this video to, you know, give me give me a number. I'm going to say, we've been doing really good with the likes. So I'm going to say, <coughs> let's try for 50. Because the, the highest I've seen is like 40. Okay, 50 likes. So 50 if likes. If we get it to 50 likes and share. So if you like it, you have to share it. Share. Yes, please. Okay. If we get 50 likes and 50 shares, then he will be on in part two. Yes. Yes. And... Okay, that's it and we will see you on our next episode remember to wind down and level up right, bye guys